Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarver speaking, inviting you to stay tuned for another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message we call the old Trailblazer broadcast. Yeah? And uh, this is Pastor Albert Pendarvis inviting you to stay with us. At this time, we're going to bring you one of our gracious radio choir songs. And I wish you'd listen. Wish you'd just listen to the choir. I believe it'll bless your heart. And then we'll get in with the message. In that grace, yes, what a gracious old song that we can bring you this morning here on the old Trailblazer broadcast, Sound the Battle Cry. That's what we do here day by day as the Lord leads. We sound the battle cry, forth to battle. We are in a battle with Satan, my friend. We bring you these studies on Satan, the God of this world. Satan hates God's word, and he fights it every way that he can, every way that he possibly can. We want to give you this uh, information about our choir. We have full-length CDs by our radio choir that we offer for five dollars each. And those those songs is about eighteen on each CD. They sing, we sing the old blood song. How washed in the blood, there is a fountain filled with blood, saved by the blood. All of those gracious old songs that you're not able to hear any longer. They're on uh, where where you go to church. Listen now. If you'd like to have a copy of those, Al, if you just write me here to Old Trailblazer Broadcast, we'd be glad to send them to you along with a catalog of all of our books and Bibles in our radio Bible and bookstore. So if you'd write us, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana 70785. We've been bringing you a series of studies on Satan, the God of this world. We want to return there this morning. We're looking now at Satan's world system or the satanic world system. That's right. Every every unsaved individual is in some satanic world system, whether it be religious, social, or otherwise. Uh, Yes, economically, they're caught up in that system, and not one of them seeks the Lord. Oh, you say, aren't our churches and our temples filled with men on on a Sunday morning, a worship day morning? Yes, but let me ask you this question. How many of them are seeking the Lord? Take it up on yourself to ask uh, these questions. Why are you going to church this morning? Do you know Christ? 
Do you know the Lord? Are you saved? You don't have to be critical. Just ask your friend who sits by you in the pew. Uh, are you coming to church to worship the Lord? See how many will talk to you about the Lord Jesus Christ. Talk about his death on the cross for their salvation. See how many can give you an accurate account of what the Lord has done for them. I wish you'd do that. Ask your pastor. Uh, the next time you have a, a word with him, pastor, tell me how the Lord saved you. I believe it would do your heart good to hear your pastor. I don't have any trouble with that. I, occasionally, I take a, a, a Sunday worship hour here and tell our folks how God saved me. It's not hard. That's right, to tell what the Lord means to me. See how many are broken down with tears of repentance and weeping over their sin. See how many does that thing. Slip up close to them and whisper in their ears, tell me how God saved you, preacher. My neighbor, tell me how God saved you. Have you been redeemed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ? And see what type of answers you get. Occasionally I ask someone, are you, a, are you a Christian? Are you saved? And they say, well, I hope so. What, you think I am, a heathen? No, I don't think you are. Listen, you'll not find one out of a hundred this morning attending our churches who can give you a clear-cut answer as to how God saved them. Now, that's right, my friend. I, I, I'll stake my eternal destiny on that. You'll just hear some sputtering and muttering about, it. well, I trusted Jesus. I come to trust Jesus. See how many pulpits exalt Christ today, magnify the Son of God, and call men to repentance by the gospel of the Son of God. My friends, we're caught up in a satanic world system of religion. Individuals of their own, on their own accord will not come out of it. No, it takes the grace of God to do those things. And God said, there is none that seeketh after God. No, there is no fear of God before their eyes. You see, the power of Satan has over people, caught them up in this satanic world system. Now you can understand the statements that we've made over and over again that you can tell practically no difference between the church and the world. Now that's one of the outstanding characteristics of our churches today that you can't tell the world from the church because they, they look alike, they smoke alike, they dress alike, they drink alike, they party alike, and then one group of them goes to service some Sunday morning somewhere, sits under a little white, soft, silk handkerchief preacher, doesn't hear the gospel, doesn't hear that sin will send you to hell. No, it's just a pat on the back and don't, don't ruffle the feathers of anybody. And the other portion goes on to their whatever they do on Sunday. Sunday, play golf, cut the grass, but there's no difference. The evil political world system has dominated our church, and you see the church courting the political world. That's right. We see that here in our city day after day. We see the religious leaders kowtowing to the mayor and to all of the public officials and the governor and so forth instead of pointing their finger and saying sin is sin, doing like old John the Baptist saying, except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. No, they kowtow down to the public officials seeking something for in, in, in return. Then again, and look and see how the social world system has dominated our churches, our church life, until you can tell no difference between the church and the world in their dress and in their conversation. We see folks nowadays, when they celebrate the religious holiday they call Easter, we see folks come back to the old home church. They're dressed up in their finery with the ladies with their big hats on and they're all everything matching to see how they can outdo the other fellow. They're not coming there to worship.
worship the Lord. If the pastor stands up and preaches hell off the cross, they take offense. They hunt some other church to go to the next time. That's right. That's because of the social world order. They dress just like the world. They walk like the world, smoke like the world. They dance like the world. They paint and powder and paint all of their faces for to where they look like uh, all look alike. They sit together in the picture shows, in the theaters. They curse together and blaspheme the Lord together. The world sets the standard nowadays, my friend, for the dress. We have no one hardly that stands out and dresses like God's uh, order. No, in a modest dress. No, we just don't do it. And listen, and the world creates a social life for the church. We have so many of our old churches now who have done away with their Sunday night services. They have a ball game in the, in the gym or either a, a supper in the gym where they put on a, a show or, or a puppet show or a side show or a dance for the young people. The social world system is dominating the church today and has flooded the church with her social order until the church is turned into the dance hall and the theater, converting her basements into dance pavilions, putting on movie picture shows under the guise of a religious education, trying to hold her young people. Now, my friends, I know what I'm speaking of. I'm not going off on a tangent. I see those things. I do. I see it on every hand. I know of large churches where they have a ball field, and if you miss church two or three times, you can't play ball. Isn't that awful, my friend? The church no longer magnifies Christ. I see those ball players. They almost come to blows because of some bad call by the umpire or something like that. They get out there, a bunch of men who call themselves Christian, and they argue and fuss and cuss and raise saying, listen, listen, and then the world sees that, and they say, well, they're no different from us. They're just like the old parrot. They say the same old crowd. That's right. Listen now, listen, uh, no longer, we no longer, the church no longer magnifies Christ and his redemptive works on the cross. And I know that I'm speaking as a whole, there's one here and one there, but our churches are engulfed in the world's religious system that is satanic to the core. The religious system is ruled by Satan, and therefore it is evil throughout. The emphasis today is put on a social program, first to entertain man, and second to benefit and elevate man. That's right. The aim is to reform the world and make it a better place to live in. That's not what the Lord said. The Lord told me to go forth, preach the gospel to every creature. That's right. Brother, it's not my business to reform this world, make it a better place to live for infidels and atheists and Christ rejectors. It's my business to thunder forth God's anathema, God's judgment on this satanic world system because it's under condemnation and it'll go down this sludge pipe. That's right. Into hell when God's judgment falls. Let me repeat again, the emphasis today in the pulpit and in the schoolroom is put on the dignity of man and the purpose to improve man when there's only one hope for him, which is redemption through the Lord Jesus Christ. You can educate, you can refine every unsaved individual in the world, but before God and in and uh, in his sight, they're yet unrighteous under the judgment of God, end up in hell unless they're redeemed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. They'll be just like the sow returned to his waller. That's right. You take an old hog out there in the hog pen, bring him up to the house, take a hose pipe, hose him down good in the brush and some soap, and wash him off real 
real good and you turn him loose, where is he going to go? Right back to that old mud hole because that's his nature and that's man's nature to sin until that new nature is put there by the Holy Spirit. Listen, folks, I'm telling you what I know. This world is in a terrible place. It is. This world's in a terrible condition. I just recently saw and heard on the news where the armed forces now are allowing our soldiers to, to uh, worship, Satan worship, witchcraft, and if they want to, they can put that on their name tags, on their dog tags, stamp it on there like we used to when I was in there, whether you were Protestant or Catholic. Now they can stamp on there witchcraft because that's what they worship, and I'm sure we'll be providing chapels and places for them to worship. Now, my friend, you don't think we've come a long way? You don't think Satan influenced in this world? You just get out and get your head out of the sand and look up a little bit and begin to praise the Lord if you know the Lord. That's right. That's right. Salvation is a deliverance from those things, my friend. We're going to get into that in our next study. What salvation is, it's a deliverance. It's not being speaking in tongues or, or being charismatic in your, in your worship. No, it's not seeing a vision or a dream. It's a deliverance from the power of sin, which most men and women that I know of know nothing of. They're blinded by the God of this world, old Satan. He is. That's what our subject is, Satan, the God of this world. We're going to go on day by day bringing you, refuting the error that's been palmed off on our churches, palmed off on our pastors, palmed off on our little young preachers coming out of college, thinking that they, all, all you have to do is trust Jesus, my friend. Nowhere in God's Word do you find that kind of Tommy Rot. No. Salvation is a deliverance from sin and, and, and a new man. The Bible said if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Are you a new creature this morning? Kind of got the old trailblazer stirred up this morning, my friend. But that's okay. And uh, would you write me? It's a radio missions. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarva, saying it's good to have been with you. Would you sit down and write me? Help me with the broadcast. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you, our Radio Missions Internet radio station offers music, current old trailblazer broadcasts, current Voice of Truth broadcasts, classic sermons, and more, 24 hours a day. For information on how to listen to Radio Missions Internet radio, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.